Hey everybody, welcome back to the world of performance cars, where me and Connor discuss the world of performance cars. Today, we are going to be talking about the land of the free, the home of the brave, it's it's America. America, yeah, this is our uh, on our home turf here, so we were able to um, really get into detail with a lot of these, yeah, a lot yeah, of these yeah, vehicles. Yeah, very good chunk of these, yes. We're going to start off with Ford, kind of the... Uh, in my and from what I've seen, the icon American car brand. Yeah. They were kind of the first. They start Henry Ford was kind of revolutionary in the way that he um, was making his cars affordable right. when, when Ford first started. And they have kept that tradition today, where most of their cars are affordable, but they still make high performance cars that are able to absolutely destroy on the track. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Start us off today with a sort of. An affordable sports car. We have the Ford Mustang. So me and Connor both own Mustangs. We're kind of we love them. Yeah, yeah, uh, we yeah we both own Mustangs. Um, they they come yeah. from from a V6 to I mean a turbo a supercharged V8. I mean you can get them. I, I mean the uh, my Mustang is a four cylinder turbocharged uh, with a turbocharger on it, and um, it's it's it'll it'll scoot. I know Connor's is the same way with a, that V six that he has in his. Yeah, Ford did a really good job with that V six. Like whenever I need to get places, um, it it does it does the job. Yeah, <laughs> like I I could probably I could probably like mention like a quick story about me going up to going up to Huntsville for cross country sectionals last uh, Thursday is what it was. Um, well, uh, whenever it, <laughs> whenever cars would like quickly, like speed up and I needed to get in front of them, the car would definitely do the job. Yeah. You put the foot down. <laughs> they're, re- they're relatively reliable too. Right. So, um, I, I love the Mustang. So let's get into our, the, our more performance bred ones. They're all performance bred, but we got, but you get it up into the higher levels of Mustang, such as the new Mach 1, even the older Mach 1s and stuff. The We have the GT350, GT500, plus uh, there's a side company called RTR run by Von Gittin Jr., who um, they, they mod Mustangs, and they pretty much put... The, uh, the engine's too powerful for the car. Yeah, just, like, really, the Supra. <laughs> just like the Supra. Just like the Supra. But... Um, so, I mean, the must my my personal Mustang cost me around fifteen thousand. I know yours was around that too. Yeah, it was around like fourteen ish, fifteen ish. Yeah, and they're really nice. And so the price on these things is absolutely wonderful for what you're getting out of the car. And then once yeah. you and the, but you're not limited to that low that low spec. Even though they will scoot, you can still go up and get a GT. You'll be guzzling gas nonstop, and as soon as you rev your engine, you're spending twenty dollars to get it uh, to uh, get get more gas. Right, <laughs> but um, you can get that, and you could for the GT three fifty. It's basically you get a bigger engine, which is the five point two liter V eight, uh, nicknamed Voodoo, and um, you get more horsepower, of course. And it is it sounds wonderful. I have a friend that has one. It is terrifying to ride in. Um, <laughs> Then you get go up. You got the GT five hundred, which is kind of the top top of the um, food chain when it comes to Mustangs. And you've got a massive five point two liter supercharged V eight that um, will output. I think it's around uh, seven hundred horsepower, which is a lot. <laughs> right, and there's also the uh, 
the very, very, very extremely, extremely rare Shelby 1000 Mustang. Yeah, the Shelby 1000. So that was a 2012 or 2010 around that around that era, 2012 to 2014 era Mustang. That was that. There's only a hundred of them in the world, but Shelby, like Shelby American, was the one who pretty much built the car. Ford provided the chassis, but Shelby American built the car, and it would output a thousand horsepower to the wheels, which is yeah. no one on this planet needs a thousand horsepower to and to their rear wheels and a rear wheel, rear wheel drive car like the Mustang. Like right. you can't you can't <laughs> drive that. But you know, yeah, for the, that person who's like needs all the power they've got it because the the must that mustang had everything <laughs> the only thing i would like like find a little bit like a bit of a drawback but also a bit of a charm about the mustang is probably just the it can like the back end can get out on you easily oh yeah like <laughs> yeah i've noticed that on even mine even uh, but the, the back end if you if you push the gas a little too hard when you're turning that wheel in any direction um yeah, it'll slide out on you. You just got to kind of watch that. But it, it's that can be a good thing, a bad thing. But sometimes it's pretty fun if you know what you're doing in a parking lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, with the Mustang, um, mostly for me, it's just always been like, like the first time I I uh, was started getting interested in Mustangs was like my, my, my parents got me for Christmas a uh, a Power Wheels yeah Mustang. And this was back like in the like two thousand seven eight around there. So like, so yeah, that that was where I first started really liking Mustangs. Yeah. And um, I'm 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 really really happy that I get to experience a real one. Yeah, right now. And um, I'm just I just really like how affordable they are. Kind of yeah. like kind of like the Japanese cars, like the Miata and Civic stuff like. that. That, you know yeah although they are affordable they don't get to get best gas mileage but hey you get an engine you get a big yeah. old and you get a decently large engine and yours growls it sounds good right mine sounds like a vacuum cleaner <laughs> because it's an eco boost but it's okay <laughs> <laughs> uh, well um it really depends on the mustang you get though because like um like with my mustang well, not just with my Mustang, but V6 Mustangs in general, you can get 18 miles per gallon city and 24 highway, which is about the standard. Yeah. So, yeah, like there, it isn't impossible to find fuel efficient Mustangs out there. Yeah, I mean they're they're decent for what what you're getting, and the EcoBoosts are the same way. It's roughly 21 21 city 30 highway, so it's it's not bad, right? At all. Oh, and real quick, I'm gonna plug I'm gonna plug our Instagram for us just right in this first segment right here because. We um we po- we'll be posting um some of our pictures of our cars and you know how like the how's this going pictures so you can actually kind of get a better uh, insight into what we actually do <laughs> right like the daily dose of internet but kind of like with cars yes exactly all right so our next one on our list is a Ford Focus which I love the Ford Focus in fact right. Ford, that was the first car that I was looking at wait really. Yeah, I was looking at that before Mustang because because the Ford Focus RS because you can find them. It's very very rare and they're usually completely beaten up because people race these suckers. But a Ford Focus RS you can get for under twenty thousand dollars if you're really looking. Yeah. And I mean they're gonna have a lot. You're gonna have a lot of miles on them, and the transmission's probably gonna look worse than most transmissions ever will in their lifetime. Right. But you can you can get one. 
but they were um, uh, focus, the Focus RS uh, actually is um, uh, like it's basically a rally car that they made street legal. Right, um, right. I, it only comes in a manual transmission. You cannot get it in an automatic transmission, which, in my opinion, is cool. But it has the shortest gear ratios ever. You will be going one two, one two, one two if you are in traffic. And I mean, it is it is you are constantly having to shift gears because the gear ratios are like shorter than anything. Right, they're tiny. So, I mean, you're not going to be going zoom, zoom. You're going to be going one, two. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and these, I, for, I forgot, we mentioned this earlier in the demo episode. I forgot what engine they ran off of. It's a it's a 2.3 liter uh, L4 uh, turbo, with a, but it's been upgraded. So it's the same engine that's in the EcoBoost Mustangs, right. except it's has it's been greatly upgraded. So it's, uh, it's, it's going to output around 415 horsepower. Okay. Instead of the 335 you get from the Mustang, from the Mustang with the same engine, which is kind of strange, but hey, that's just the way it is. And it has a drift mode, which is the most important part of any car ever. The drift mode is top, as Top Gear has said, a baby could drift that car. Yeah, <laughs> even though it's all-wheel drive, a baby could drift that car. So, right. I mean, it is. It, it seems pretty cool just yeah, to be yeah. able to go push a little button on your display over there and say, hey, I want to drift now. And you're suddenly a drifting master. So, yeah. it, like, I, what I really like about some of these, like, really cool performance cars is just, like, like the different options you can get. And just, like, you could press a button and you just change, change everything. everything. Like, suspension, like, the gear, gear ratio, I guess. Yeah, it's pretty like awesome. That. I mean, the fact that we've come so far and be able to do all that right that you just said is is pretty impressive. I mean, a click right. of a button and you're all of a sudden able to race. Just, I mean, put up a fight against real race cars is pretty awesome. Yeah, I know a lot of people like the Focus too. Like, the, not even the Focus RS and ST models is just because it's just a good family car, really. Because yeah, it, it's um, gets good, great gas mileage. It's right. almost comparable to like the, the Civic mm-hmm. or the uh, Camry or something like that. Yeah, and, and and it's kind of in the same way as the Civic, like with the Civic Type R going back to just like a normal Civic. Yeah, it makes really great gas mileage. Yeah, I mean, there it's basically, I mean, it's an American Civic. Right. <laughs> That's really all it is. And I'm sorry for all of our awesome Australia viewers that you don't live in America. Yes. <laughs> Hello, Australia. Uh, uh, we see you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness moving on we have the actually it's a truck it's yep. called the ford raptor or and, just the f-150 but we have the raptor the raptor is the important one right it and it, yeah and it's also like it also was with the ranger right yes the ranger um the ranger also has a raptor version as well yeah so it's like a, it's like a sport trim level basically yeah, but the these trucks these trucks are awesome. They're crazy. We've got a we've got a few people down uh, down here in Alabama that drive these things daily, and uh, they'll pull up the stoplights. Now I've I've only seen it once, but they, they'll floor. I've seen one person floor it, and he floored it off the uh, stoplight, and they're fast. 
But yeah. there, there's actually a new Raptor that came out not too long ago. It's, well, it's the 2021 Raptor. There's always a new model year, but um, it's it's modeled after uh, the F22 um, Lockheed Martin F22 um, Raptor, which is the fighter um, plane that is kind of the staple right now. Really? And um, there's a lot of design elements that nod to that plane, and it's pretty neat to look at because um, with the previous Raptors, they didn't really focus. They just named it the Raptor, I guess, because, I don't know, either the bird, the type of bird, or the dinosaur, one or the other. But this one really <laughs> nods to the plane, which is cool because the plane looks really awesome. <laughs> right. And um, I'm I'm looking at, like, their their latest model year, like 2022. Yeah. Like, 450 horsepower. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's, that's crazy. That's a lot of truck. That's that, a lot of truck. That's a lot of truck right there. And <laughs> I bet a person wouldn't have any trouble towing anything. Oh, yeah, no. They have massive towing capacities. And th- this is these trucks are fun because they're not only are they fast, they'll work. You don't have right. to. They're, they're not. They're not. Sissies. <laughs> yeah, they're they're they'll get the job done. They're a truck. Yeah, they're a I'm, truck. I mean, they're made to be beaten up and all heck thrown at them. So right. <laughs> what engine does it come with? Like it's V8. A, it's a V6, V6. twin turbocharged V6. It's the EcoBoost engine, but it's also it's like the um, Ford Focus RS where it's been beefed up. So it's not just a normal EcoBoost V6. It's because um, you can get an EcoBoost V6 and just normal F1, just about every single type of F150 right. going back to whenever the EcoBoost first came out. But uh, it's a it's a beefed up version of that V6, and they um, there's actually a Shelby Raptor coming out where it's like a GT. Uh, I think it's called like the GT350 Raptor or something. It's weird, um, but it's going to have a manual transmission. It's going to actually have a V8. So Good that's going to that's going to be a nice car. Okay, now we are moving on to the Ford Fiesta ST. Yeah, this one's kind of doesn't have a lot of horsepower, but it's so light. I mean, the car weighs nothing. Yeah. But, like even with little horsepower, it probably could be agile because of its weight. Yeah, and and it, it's it's got a manual transmission as well. And, um, but it's it's compar- it's comparable to the Focus RS actually in ways because it it's a um, it's kind of a rally car that they made street legal again. It's right it happens to that tends to be a trend with Ford. They just like they're they have like their normal Focus or the Fiesta, and then they have their they want to race them, so they make a race car, and then they just make the race car street legal by putting a seatbelt on it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, those things are really fun. There's not really much to say about them. They're they're tiny. Yeah. They're they're really small cars, and yeah, they're just they're they're like a smaller version of the RS. Yeah. I guess because they're both hatchbacks. Yeah. That's that's that's, I mean, that's all I got on it. Yep. It's, they're just they're Same cool here. cars. Worth worth checking out though. Yeah. They're they're pretty good. All right, the we're gonna move on to the Ford Explorer, which is actually relatively new to the performance side because the Ford Explorer has always been kind of just like a family car that can. It's kind of that trend of SUV that hit in kind of the ninety the nineties um, and early two thousands of everybody kind of wanting a car like that can go off road, but it's not strictly off road. It's kind of it's 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 an SUV. Right. So, um, but it, but recently they've released an ST model of the uh, of the Explorer, which is it has got he's got an upgraded engine, and it's it'll scoot. 
it's got. I mean, it's it's yeah. pretty impressive for what it is. Four hundred horsepower for like the Ford Explorer ST. That's yeah, exactly. really good. It's it's a lot. It's a lot. The car's heavy, but I think I think they have done some stuff to lighten it. But it is it is four hundred horsepower. Is I mean, it's it's an SUV with four hundred horsepower. That's kind of rare. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, other than when we when we eventually get to Dodge and but I mean, they're just ridiculous. So. Right. <laughs> Ford actually runs an experience at uh, that one at their one of their main racetracks, which is Charlotte Motor Speedway, um, where they will let you uh, test out their um, both their Explorer ST and actually something we forgot to include is the Edge ST, Ford Edge ST, which is kind of a smaller version of the Explorer, but um, they'll let you get out on the track with it and really experience what the car can do, which is pretty pretty awesome. Yeah, that's that's really cool. Just oh. like just like I guess kind of like the. For driving school stuff they have yeah around around the areas yeah they they got they've got a lot of they've got a lot of good stuff going for them with that with that um with that car right next one that we got on our list Connor uh we have the Ford Falcon which yep. was um originally it was like a, a muscle car back in the 70s and um after a little while, they discontinued it, and then, and then later on, they uh, they brought it back as the Ford Falcon GT in Australia. Yeah, it's an interesting car, like the new ones anyway. And the right. older ones, the older ones are reminiscent of a. Uh, I mean, it's kind of a Chevy Bel Air. It kind of kind of reminds me of it in a way. Right. But um, the uh, the new ones are, it's like a truck, but not really a truck. <laughs> Uh, in the Ford Falcon GT, the new one, uh, it came with a five-liter supercharged, supercharged V8, <laughs> outputting <laughs> around 470 horsepower. I didn't know it was supercharged. That's that's yep. awesome. That is awesome. Goodness. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, um, <laughs> even though it wasn't released here in America, it's still a Ford car, and we still wanted to mention it. So yeah, yeah that's the Ford Falcon. All right, Ford Bronco. I love the Bronco. People, other other people who are like, you know, stingy, no offense, may not like the new Bronco because they're right. like, I like the old stuff. Yeah. But I'm going to, I am actually going to make fun of you for that because, you know, accept what's coming new. Okay. The Bronco's cool. You got, you got a bunch of different packages. There's right. a Raptor package that's been leaked and it's going to be fast. But the, um, Bronco comes with sport, the Raptor, and the and the R, and RTR actually uh, pitched in a little bit on uh, with one that they did. Uh, it's once again they put more horsepower than it needs, but it's basically a racing truck. But um, the though the Sport is a great family car, right. the Sport's geared less for off roading and more. It's more of a, a um, Ford Explorer type thing it's it's more of a just on-road family car but right. it can go off-road it still has the as ford calls it the goat modes because goats can go anywhere goat. and does not mean greatest of all time even though it, it may be the greatest of all time but um the raptor is like the normal bronco which is basically completely made for off-road except the raptor of course has its upgraded shocks upgraded engine all of its all the little things that they put in it right. to just make the car not the normal one. You're gonna you're paying more for a whole lot more. Right. Even though 
some people may like, oh, no, we don't want this. A good, good, good chunk of people. Like, this is, like, one of the most popular. Uh, this is one of the most popular four-wheel drive cars yeah. on the market right now. Mostly because, like, people haven't seen it in so long. Mm-hmm. And it's been one of those cars, that's like, man, it it was great back in the day. When will we see another one? And then yeah. they released it, and everybody was like, oh, my goodness. And there's a lot of little things that they did, like, nods to the older model it's like um the, the just like the little design elements that went into like even like the gas cap cover has a little has a little uh plaque on it that shows like the first bronco and then like a later model and then the new model it's it's just like little things like right. that that are just there you could you can obviously tell a lot of time went into the design of the car Exactly. It does have a V8 in it with the RTR one, and it's just, it. I mean, it's RTR. We've talked about them. They just go overkill. Yeah. But um, we actually didn't put on the list. There's a one called the Badlands edition of the Ford Bronco, which is actually the one the one of the cover cars for Forza Horizon Five that's coming out soon. It's it's basically the Raptor version, but. The Raptor hasn't been released. Raptor version hasn't been released yet, so the Badlands is kind of the Raptor for right now. That's actually been released, and it's um, upgraded suspension, upgraded engine, all that stuff that the Raptor has. And I'm sure the Raptor will be more powerful than it, but the Badlands is kind of the top of the food chain right now. I mean, other than right. if you get RTR, which I mean, RTR of course is gonna be better than just about anything. But I wouldn't personally drive an RTR every day. <laughs> Also, um, next to the Bronco, uh, Ford's releasing a new expedition that is called the Timberline, which is it's pretty impressive. We're not going to go into detail of it because there's really not a lot of details on it yet, but it is it's going to be pretty awesome. There's also a Black Edition that's going to have it's going to have a, the GT500 engine in it. And our final Ford car on this list, the Ford GT. The Ford GT. So the Ford GT was, I mean, a absolute powerhouse back in the uh the set 60s and 70s right and they built that car like at like they were like driven to beat ferrari at le mans yes so the, the their whole premise so basically um the ferrari family insulted the ford family right and th- this is covered in the movie Ford versus Ferrari. I would go watch it if you're interested in this this type of stuff. So <laughs> Henry Ford II basically said to Carroll Shelby, which is the founder of Shelby American, and which is why um, the Mustang. There's a Shelby version of the Mustang. Henry Ford II basically told him build a race car, and didn't give him a price limit. Didn't give him any instructions except he said build a race car. Build a race okay. car that could beat Ferrari. Yes. So that is exactly what he did. The the Ford GT Mark One, which was um there's so there's a height limit in Le Mans at um exactly forty, um it has to be at least forty um I think it's I, I think it's inches off the ground, but it's 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 got to be um the, your car so the it's called the GT Forty traditionally, because it's exactly at that forty. Right. Um, mark and when um so the on the mark one it was actually a um front uh a, the engine was in the front of the car is rear wheel drive but um they quickly learned that um the car would 
its front end would lift up a little bit because the engine was so big. The engine would, uh, it would, because of the way that the whole car worked together, if the car got up to that 180 mile per hour mark, it would, it would, the front end would uh, catch air and it would try to flip the car over. So um, they eventually decided on this, I, um, uh, the mid-engine, which we have, which we can still see today, is carried on with the new GTs. But they, the engines in the middle of the car, with the um, and then the exhaust system was custom made to where it can get as much of the uh, out of the engine as it physically can. And once once they got all that nailed down, um, that Ken Miles was kind of the guy that was the te- tester of the car. And after he, they were they were kind of working with him to figure out what they wanted, and eventually they figure out this wedge design that they would that would help them maintain uh, contact with the ground. And he he basically, I mean, it, it basically ripped the competition because right. they they beat all three. Well, the th- three four GTs came in first, second, and third place at Le Mans the first year they went. And yeah. it was it it was it was awesome. It yeah. was awesome. And there's these famous pictures. Go look them up. But those three um, those three Ford uh, GTs came in with each other at the same time at the end of the race. Yeah. Just kind of say, "Hi, we did it." Yeah. <laughs> so, um, and even even today, they still nod back to that celebration of beating Ferrari. Like in yeah. 2005, they released. They released a G one of the, like the first GT that's been since like the seventies. Yeah, like like the first GT we've seen, and it it, it had a great nod to the um, the original GT that yeah. beat Ferrari, and um, even in later years like twenty twenty seventeen onward, like yeah, they re they re released it in twenty seventeen, and it looks beautiful. Yeah, they. Uh, yeah, they're crazy. I mean, it yeah is reminiscent of the original designs, but if you just look at the car, there's clearly. I mean, of course, technology has advanced since then, right? But we uh, it changed so much, and it's so awesome. Yeah, and now they don't use a V8 yeah. anymore. They use a V6, but that V6 still does the job, and it still yeah. sounds amazing. Twin turbo too, but it yeah, is, twin turbo. It's yeah, it sounds beautiful. But it is, um, it's a great car, and be honored to ever sit in one. Cause, yeah, same here. I mean, it's because they're just they're they're packed. The new ones are packed with technology, and it's they're amazing cars. Yep. All right, everybody. Uh, you you all know that Ford is a very prominent company in America, but one of its biggest competitors is General Motors or Chevrolet. Uh, Cadillac, Buick, GMC. Yeah. So, yeah, we're moving on to that. They are, um, it's kind of those two American car brands that you think of when you think of American car brands, it's Ford and Chevy. So, yeah, right. Chevy, Chevy. Chevy. The, yeah, they make the Camaro, Corvette, you know, just those, a lot of uh, very capable trucks. And so we've got a list of them right here that we've got to get right. through. All right. So, the first one on our list is the. The Chevrolet uh, Camaro. The Camaro. The good old Camaro. So the Camaro got discontinued in 2002, 
and came back in 2010 with a whole yeah. new design. Um, it, it, I quite, quite frankly, it, it looks really good. Um, it's definitely a competitor to the Mustang, and the new ones just look even better. Um, they go from your standard V6. You can get an um, L, that L4 turbo like the Mustang right. EcoBoost has, or you can go up and get a supercharged V8. I mean, they, that's kind of you got a big, huge range yeah. of engines that you can get in these things and trim levels, and um, they're they're just they're once again just like a very good sports car. Right. It's like like the supercharged V8. Um, it's called the ZL1, right? Yes, the ZL1. The ZL1. A, that that thing's very, very, very powerful. Yeah, and last year there was this kind of flagship called the ZL1 1LE, yeah. which that one was kind of their staple. This in, this car has a big engine. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's, it's, it's um, almost comparable to like a GT500 and a uh, Dodge uh, Demon. But they're, they're still it, – it's – Still not quite as fast, but right, you know. Th- then again, doesn't cost as much either, so <laughs> you can't you can't really yeah. complain there. I mean, Camaros have been around like for a good long while, forever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like they. I mean, they did discontinue in two thousand two, but before that, they were like making Camaros good long while. Like one of the coolest. Like I know, I know, like this, like this Camaro that I'm about to mention is pretty underpowered. For its time, but I just really like the way it looks, like the seventies Camaro. So yes, like, like the late seventies Camaro, like with like the, like just like with the curved hood. Yes, you know. Yes, I know what you're talking about. It's just this like really, really reminiscent of the era, and I just exactly. I, I'm a big fan of it. So that yeah. tends to be a trend with them. They kind of, they kind of Chevy. They're really good at kind of following what people like during that era, because that seems to be going on when, when right. you move into the. Uh, that 90s, mid-90s era, even with the super-duper rounded ones. Right. It's just, yeah. And then the but the new ones, I mean, whew, that's a good-looking car. So. Oh, yeah, speaking of the rounded Camaros back in the 90s, people called them, uh, called some of them catfish. Yeah. So, yeah, <laughs> because <laughs> the front end looked like a catfish head. I never knew that. Thank you for <laughs> thank you for enlightening me on that. That's fun. I'm, I'm sorry to any '90s Camaro lovers. I I love the way that looks too. It's just some people call it catfish. Yeah, Camaro's just kind of that one of the. It's next to the Mustang and being just kind of that staple American muscle car. Right. Just not really made for aerodynamics. It's just all engine. Yeah. But you know what is made for aerodynamics? The Corvette. The Corvette. Yeah. Corvette's been around for a long time as well. Corvette. Um, I love, I love them. Same Cor- here. Corvette's one of my favorites, uh, f- favorite cars ever made. Uh, the Stingray series has oh, always yeah. been incredible, and um, even with the new mid-engine ones, which I know people kind of disagree with, a mid-engine American car. Right. What the heck? But um, personally, they look they look good, and they're they they may not be that traditional American muscle type right. thing, but. The fact that America's producing a mid-engine sports car that outputs like roughly 600 horsepower from a yeah. naturally aspirated V8 is pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and just to, like just a quick mention about the Corvette. Um, when they started the Stingray, like it just got even like like holy crap! This this is a this is the car to have. Yeah, because I mean it, it's it's almost like it's not too much horsepower in them. 
but it's like they're approaching the limit, and they've always done that. And it's incredible. Yeah, right. Even back in the day, one of my dad's cousins, uh, back when he was just turned sixteen, had a uh, yellow stingray. It, it was nineteen seventies era, but it was. Um, uh, he tapped the gas on that sucker and <laughs> sprayed rocks and completely destroyed the back end of that car. <laughs> oh, <laughs> he no. didn't. He didn't get in trouble for it because he was because the guy was gonna uh, do, put a new body kit on it. But it was, it was, yeah. Hey. He told me that it was like, yeah, okay, Th- that car's got some, got some, got, to yeah, it. got some torque to it. <laughs> And one of my favorite Corvettes was actually like the like in the 1990s. There is the Corvette Z01, I think is I think what it was. Right. Corvette Z01. Like somebody may have to correct me on this. Uh, it's shown up in Forza Forza games all over. Um, it's just like I really like the way it's like it's it's kind of like the transition Corvette from the '80s into the sleek '90s yeah. and 2000s, and it's just it's like it's 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 cool to see a nod to the past, but also a nod to the future. Yeah, kind kind of like with like that's what many car companies are doing today here in America, and also other brands like Japanese cars and mm-hmm. also uh, you know European cars. That's that's what they've all been doing, and I'm really appreciative as a car enthusiast for that. Yeah. <laughs> Seeing, yeah, that's really nice. That's awesome. Yeah, so yeah, that's the core Corvette. Uh, yeah. It's one of one of the top end Chevrolet sports cars ever produced. Yep. So yeah, we're just gonna do a quick mention here on the. S- a- it's basically the SS engine. Yes. They the put S- the SS engine in a lot of different cars. Yeah, like the Chevelle, the Impala, El Camino, you name it. Like. Like the old muscle cars that have the SS badge on the front, you know it's got a big engine in yeah. it. Yeah. Like, it was like a 5.7 liter V8, mm-hmm. uh, 342 cubic inch. So that, it produced, that was it big. Produced, it produced horsepower. <laughs> it produced a good chunk of horsepower, which is why these cars were like very famous back in the day as muscle cars, even though you They're, could get them as normal family cars. Yeah. So yeah, this it's kind of like a sports trim for that, and there's just like a little bit of a quick mention, just a, just a, a honorable mention. Yeah. Next grouping is Cadillac, which is the, yes. another uh, section of General Motors. Uh, we have the CTS V, CTS four V, you know, Blackwing, the CTS five, uh, CT five V, Blackwing. These cars, you can get them normal. Or you can decide to go with large engines, very large engines. Especially with the Blackwing. Very, very big engines. Very, 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 very big engines. Like the CTS-5 outputs, uh, no surprise, 600 horsepower because it has a Corvette engine yeah. in it. And uh, like, like the new Corvette engine. Um, the CT-4-5 Blackwing is a little bit smaller, but... It out, still outputs around 470 horsepower, and the uh, the CT5 CT5V Blackwing outputs around 600 horsepower, which is about the same <laughs> as the C, CTS-V. Um, yeah, they're just crazy. Like what? Like even Cadillac? Like Cadillac was like through this Cadillac was basically showing the world, hey, we can make we can make cool sports cars yeah. too. <laughs> 
We are just a luxury brand. It's got to be looking for them, though, because they're kind of hard to distinguish from the crowd. Right. But once they turn that engine on, once you hear the engine, you instantly know. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. All right. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, that's that's Cadillac. That's all we got for Cadillac. All right. So we got Buick next. Which that's is, not a Buick. That's what I told him. Yeah. Have you ever seen that commercial? <laughs> yes, I've seen those commercials. so funny. Uh, the have you seen the guy on YouTube who kind of uh, like makes fun of those commercials? Yeah, yeah. But uh, so we got Buick, and today, well, everybody kind of knows them as this kind of I call them pillow cars because they're just kind of soft and they kind of they're, right. they're they're mushy. The suspension is real well tuned in them, so you don't feel any bumps in the road. They're real quiet. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're just they're kind of a luxury. If you want to sleep in this car while driving, you can, Gar. Yeah. <laughs> um, but back in the day, they actually made really powerful, well, I mean, powerful for the time, uh, muscle cars in right. the form of the GNX and then later the Regal GS. The GNX was, they don't make them anymore, but this car was the, one of the muscle cars of the 80s. Um. It had a 3.8 liter V6 engine outputting around 276 horsepower and uh, 360 pound-feet of torque. Uh, so yeah, that's that was really good for back in the day. And um, its its top speed was 124 miles an hour. So that's that was really good. 120. <laughs> and its yeah. zero to 100 miles per hour was 12.9 seconds. That is. Not bad at all, like even for today's standards. Yeah, it's crazy, and it's still pretty famous out there. Yeah, like, like, like it's one of those like '80s cars that are like, like I haven't heard that much about it, but I've I've heard a good good enough about it that it's still around, like it's still mentioned around everywhere. Yeah, if if if, and I've I've seen a couple of them. It's just like, like. It's just hard to find a, one of those in good condition on the road, I guess. People beat them up, racing them. <laughs> yeah. And the other one, the Regal GS spec. The Regal GS is kind of a round. It's kind of, it's kind of a muscle car, but, it, like, it's you think of Buick, and it looks like a Buick. Yeah. But it's also a muscle car at the same time. It's kind of, it's kind of, it's kind of having an identity crisis there. Um, but... Yeah, Carter, Carter, Carter will give you specs on that because yeah. I, I don't have them up right now. <laughs> uh, for the 2020 GS, which was uh, the 2020 Regal GS, which was the only one I could really find, it uh, it's 310 horsepower. So that's like about the same as like I guess maybe a Camaro or a Mustang. Yeah. So not too bad. Not, not bad at not all. Not bad at all. Yeah. And it makes good miles per gallon too. So. Yeah, it's one of those sports, like newer sports cars that you wouldn't, ex- like newer Buick models that you wouldn't expect to be Powerful. fast. Yeah, but it is. So. It's pretty yeah. cool. And our final General Motors thing on this list is, is General Motors Company. Yeah, yeah. GMC, <laughs> GMC, which is which is uh, kind of like Chevy, but a little bit off, the, a little different. Yeah. And uh, what I'm going to be mentioning right now is like two. Very rare cars today. Um, this this was like the one of the times when GMC was like, you know what, we have the ability to make powerful vehicles, so let's do it. So um, uh, 
The first one we're looking at here is the GMC Cyclone, which was a crazy truck back in its day, back in the 90s. And um, it had a turbocharged 4.3 liter V6. Large. So, yes, a very large V6 that's turbocharged. And you can probably see where this is going. 280 horsepower with 350 pound-feet of torque. Kind of a chunky boy. (laughs) It it is a pretty chunky boy, but it does 0 to 60 in 4.3 seconds. It's faster than my car. Yes, faster than (laughs) mine, too. Much faster. That's pretty incredible. And the other one, the GMC Typhoon, is just basically uh, a mini SUV is what I guess it is. What I really like about these is just mostly like they're one of their most famous colors was black. So that was like it looked really good on these cars. And so, like, they don't make them today, but, you know, I really wish they did. <laughs> yeah. That would be pretty awesome. Yeah. Of course. And this, it has the same engine. The Typhoon has the same engine as the um, Cyclone. So, yeah, same yeah. specs around the same performance. So, yeah. That cool. is GMC. Yeah. Now it is time for us to move on to our top five cars once again. Five. Uh, this is uh, this top five is for people who would go off to college, and we're looking at like price range, miles per gallon, and other stuff like that. Safety is one of the most important things, especially if you're going on interstate roads, exactly. like especially I sixty five. Yeah, I sixty five is an absolute mayhem. It so, is. Um, what's your number five? So my number five is the Mustang. Same here. Yeah, Mustang is. Um, it's just, there's not really a lot to say about it. It's just, we talked about it in the Ford section. It's, it's just kind of a well-priced, uh, good car. Um, you can't take people in it. Right. Well, you, <laughs> well, yeah, well, it's yeah. not impossible. It's not impossible. It's just, you got to get a little comfortable with them. Yeah. Connor has carried five people. Yes. It, if you and like even though see. it is a four seater, but I've carried five people before and yeah. how I had to do that was. My car is convertible, so I was able to, like, pull down the, the convertible top. I mean, one person didn't have a seatbelt, but, you know, please wear your seatbelts. And, <laughs> and and with the Ford Mustang, like, the reason why I put it at number five was because, like, you can get you can get eco-friendly engines if you want to and save on miles per gallon. Or if you really want performance, you could go to a very big, chunky V8 engine. That guzzles gas. And yes. 20, 20 bucks right there. <laughs> yeah, 20 bucks for five feet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One thing that I do find a little bit like a little bit of a drawback for this car is uh, the back seats. Yes, because like tall people can't really fit back there unless you're in a convertible. Yes. And yeah. <laughs> also the trunk space isn't that big. Yeah. Well, well. It depends, the, I, on, it depends. It depends on the year you get because, I mean, your truck space is big. I mean, it's big-ish, but it, a, you can't good carry it. a good chunk of it's taken up. Yeah, you can't carry a tuba in the back of your truck. I could carry half of the tuba in the back <laughs> yeah, of the truck and then put the bell in my passenger seat yeah. when I go to do marching band. Yeah, that <laughs> works. Fair enough. Sometimes, like sometimes, I call my car Mary Poppins's purse because yeah. like, you don't know how it fits. <laughs> yeah, but it just does. That 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 is a good thing right there. Cause, but the trunk space is okay. It's pretty good. Yeah, it's all it's all right. Don't pack for two weeks of a trip. Exactly. But you can pack for like maybe a week or a couple days. You can get you, you more than enough space for that. Right. Um, and then like 
I got to mention the sound system. Uh, you can get really good sound systems. Yeah, yeah, like, their sound systems are top notch. Yeah, Shaker makes them, and then even on the newer ones, you can get um, get a sound system by Bang and Olsen, and uh, they're very good. Uh, mine came stock with a twelve inch sub in the right uh, wheel hub uh, wheel uh, well um, in yeah. the trunk. It's pretty awesome. So it's it's worth checking out them those because it's right. very good. it's they're pretty cool. Like even for the older model years, like like 2014 and before that, like the the sync audio system with Shaker, yeah, and Microsoft, just they're just crazy. Yeah, but the, that's but the sync by Microsoft. I don't think you can get. I mean, the new the newer the newer sync uh, models. I mean, other than if you're going luxury, like with a Mercedes Benz or something, um, you can't really get much better than just like the usability of sync. Right, because it's really it's really good. Even with Sync Four that was just released, it's it's wonderful. Yeah, everything's smooth and solid. And even if you go back to Sync One, uh, with like the one that doesn't even have a touchscreen, it works wonderfully for your phone and everything. And it's just it's easy to use for the most part. Right. Unlike some of the other uh, car brands that kind of cheap out on their uh, infotainment system, uh, Sync is not that way. And any of the cars that have they've ever made. Like even right. if it doesn't have the Bluetooth model, because I know people who don't have Bluetooth in their uh, in the on their sync, and it's still wonderful. Yeah. So. And yeah, I guess that was number, number five because <laughs> we're running out of things to talk about. All right, what's your number four? Dodge Charger. That? The Charger, yeah, okay, Charger. I got Charger as well. Charger's fun. Yeah, the reason why I chose the Charger is because it's 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 like a mustang but with four doors yeah it's yeah it's basically yeah yeah that's like that's the one advantage over the mustang that's why i put it above yeah. it because you can get the same engine and even probably even you more get more engine you got you think you could put a hellcat engine yeah, in yeah you could put a hellcat <laughs> engine if you wanted to yeah and which is probably not a great option if you're a college student <laughs> unless you or unless you're fine with playing at least $100 on gas yeah, per day. Per day, yeah. <laughs> but um, there, uh, we've got a guy at our school who owns one, uh, v, the SXT, uh, just the yeah. base model, and it's it's great. Very nice one. It's, I mean, it's really nice, and he did. I know he didn't spend too much on it, and but yeah. they are more expensive than Mustangs, but they are they're still uh, they're bigger they're, yeah. and they have so they're reasonable. It makes sense. It's reasonable. It's not crazy. And their trunk space is good. Their trunk space is very good, yeah. It's comparable to a lot of um, the hatchbacks and stuff. So, So, yeah, I guess guess that's all I have for the Dodge Charger because it is a Mustang with four doors. Kind of. Okay, so our number three, I know we have these that are different. Yeah. So I have the Bronco, and you have... The Chevrolet Silverado. The Silverado. These cars have, like, nothing in common. Yes. (laughs) Well, some... No. Well, 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 <laughs> well I, some Silverados I think have four wheel drive. Okay, well, fair enough. I mean, the, the four wheel drive, yeah, but they're but the SUV. You got an Besides SUV in a truck. Yeah. So yeah, SUV in a truck. Yeah. So I mean, you go ahead and talk about your Silverado because I kind of want to hear this. Right. <laughs> All right. Um, the reason why I chose the Silverado is like they're they're very reliable vehicles over the years, and I'm I know the later ones are more expensive, but if you go back to around. 2007, 2006, or even four, you can get them very, very reasonable. And like, there's like, you can find good ones for around 
12,000 from that ye era, which is like, I mean. That's not bad at all. Yeah, it's not bad. It may not have all, like, all the safety stuff that it probably would have in a later Silverado, mm-hmm. but it still has similar performance in its engine. It it does use a V8, so yeah. uh, that is a little bit of an issue with gas, but besides that, I mean, it's a truck. Yeah. So you, you aren't really looking for gas mileage. You're looking for towing, performance, and other stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. I've been in a couple of Silverados. They're very nice, and they've they've always been just really good vehicles. They've been around since the late 70s, and, you know, people have always liked them. A couple more things about the Silverado. Yeah. <laughs> and wait, there's more. <laughs> um, it can come with four doors. So you can take people in it. That's good. And also it has a truck bed, so you can go on pretty long trips if you really want to, like Bye. because truck beds have a lot of room. You can pile people in the back of your truck bed, too. That's uh, fun, <laughs> even though it's illegal. Yes, I, I've seen some people around riding in the back in neighborhoods and stuff yep. like that. But, you know, that's Silverado's good for, like, you know, just towing stuff, carrying stuff, and... You know, just carrying people. Working. Yep. Very nice. So yours was the Ford Bronco? Yeah, I got the Bronco. And I don't really have, like, it's expensive. It gets okay gas mileage. Yeah. But it's more of just, like, you can go have fun in it. It's right. like a Jeep on steroids exactly. that doesn't break down <laughs> or have terrible gas mileage. Yeah. Or, you know, all the other problems that Jeeps have that's going to make all the pe- Jeep people mad when they're listening to this. Yeah. Um, We're sorry, Jeep but, people. But um, it, it has, I mean, of course it has its problems too, but then again, it, it'll do, it'll go just about over anything for to really go with their goat modes. So it's kind of just this fun car that you can go off-roading in if you really want to. And there's a bunch of different packages that you can get, you know, and you can get a four-door option and even the two-door option, you can still fit people in the back better than right. a Mustang can. Um, so there's really... They're, they're, it's just it's a nice car to have. It's just it, but it's is gonna it's as expensive. But the safety options are good and the yeah. um, gas mileage is good. So, but the but because of that, the car is you know more on the expensive side. I think the base model is like twenty thousand, which is not terrible. But yeah, not and again, bad. it's the base model which has nothing. So right. <laughs> I mean, I don't even think it has uh, the screen in the middle. <laughs> yeah. Number two. Number two. I think we both have the same one for this one, which is. The Ford Focus. Yeah, the Focus. Focus is fun. I like the Focus. Yeah, the Focus is like kind of like it has different trim levels, which is always a great thing. You can get it four doors, so yes, you can carry people around. A lot, of, a lot yeah. of this has to do with the fact that you can just like haul people, because like that's yeah. kind of the one th- something you need to be able to do in college. Cause exactly. Go to parties and stuff like when you really want to, but study mainly. So yeah. Study. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Make sure to keep studying first. With with the Ford Focus, like it can come in a hatchback or it could come in a sedan. So, I mean, you yeah, you could probably pick. Yeah, you can pick, and then of course, you've got your racing models, the RS yeah, so. and the ST. So, I mean, you could those are fun too, and yeah. quite frankly, those are good college cars too. They're just actually. They're not on the more expensive side, so really every single car in this grouping is able to be bought pretty easily. So. Right. <laughs> this. Exactly. Like with the Ford Focus, I've I've seen some prices around that are actually reasonable for their model year. Yeah. 
Number one, the one we've all been waiting for, which I I think we have different ones. Yes, we, we do have we different do. ones. So I have the Ford Escape, and Connor has the Dodge Ram. Dodge Ram, both good cars. All right, so the Ford Escape, I have a lot of, I know a lot of people who own them. We get really, 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 really super duper good gas mileage. Yeah, um, and they get incredible, uh, the incredible safety ratings. Um, overall, it's kind of you can you get you got uh, you can get them big, small powerful, you know, whatever you want. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're, you've got millions of options. I think this may be one of the cars as one of the most options that Ford makes. Right. Um, and it's, it's, it's just a good car. Yeah. It has I mean, four doors. So that's, that's yeah, good that for carrying people around. And, um, you get it. I mean, you get it all wheel drive. It's really, yeah. it's just ver- it's it's versatile. versatile. You yeah. can do just about anything. I know one person who owns one and, uh, it's gray. Yeah, it's gray. <laughs> it's gray. And um, the trunk space, like, it, it, it does have, like, a hatchback door on it. But, yeah. like, it has it has pretty good space. I was able to carry some Halloween stuff to, to a trunk retreat for a school. And it has kind of a smaller version of it, too. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's all good. You, you've probably seen a lot of commercials out there that are, like, that's talk, talking about, like, how, like, you know, just talk about the Ram and you have, like, this – guy who sounds like sounds like he's from like country in texas just talking like texas texas but the dodge ram the reason why i chose that is not um it's 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 it has options like many many options like the ford escape and uh, you can get it in two door or four door and it's it's a truck and you can have difference of engines like you can get it with a, a normal gasoline engine or a diesel engine diesel's yeah, diesels, they're they're really powerful in these trucks because they, um, at some point, uh, Dodge was like, you know what, let's put a turbo on this thing, yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. and it dominated the competition. Yeah, they're very, very, very powerful. Yeah, and what I would probably recommend to college students is maybe go a little older, like maybe two thousand seven or six. Yeah, the new ones are they're absolutely expensive. Ex- I mean, they're. Yeah, they're expensive, but like 2006, like 2007s, they're not that reliable. Their engines aren't that reliable. Mm-hmm. So maybe 2006 and before, like I know it's a little old, but it they're very reliable. Yeah, like like my dad owns one, and he has the the mega cab, the mega cab, the mega cab. So even people who are like six foot can sit in the back with. Ease. Yes, I can attest yeah. to that. It's very, very comfortable on the back seat of that car. Yeah, and also like, it's it's a truck, you know. You can haul stuff around, and you can also haul your friends around. Yeah, haul, yeah, haul your friends around and haul luggage around and go on big long trips and do whatever you want. Haul it. You get the you get, you put a hook a trailer up to it. You know. Yeah. Good stuff. Cool. And uh, what I would recommend for like the engine that. For the Dodge Ram is surprisingly the diesel engine, even though diesel does cost a little bit more because of it. Like it's absolutely powerful. It's a powerhouse basically with uh, diesel engines. Even the torque yeah. back in the day was just absolutely like astonishing. It's it's just crazy. It's off the charts. So yeah, that's all I got for the Dodge Ram. It's a good truck, and it's also a good thing to carry around people, and luggage and trailers. You know, this is, yep. 
Sounds good. So, yeah. This has been uh, Top 5 Cars for College with uh, this podcast. Cool. Yeah. All right. Yep. <laughs> Moving right. on. Let's just get on to our next uh, our next uh, grouping of car brands, which is Dodge Jeep Ram Chrysler Prowler. You know. Yep. They're really, really cool. I like the. I personally like. I may like Dodge more than Ford, and I like. They're very, very awesome cars. Let's just, let's just get into our list. So we got the right. D- um, Dodge Challenger, which is our first one. And right. It's kind of. It's one of those. It's like the Mustang and Camaro, where you see it, and it's like, okay, yeah. Right. Yeah, you can American get American Muscle Car <laughs> two door two door V six. Like you can get that, which is like the Camaro and Mustang. What you can get on it that you can't get on a Camaro. Or a Mustang is the Hellcat and Demon engines. Yeah, which they are they scary. Produce, they're <laughs> so the Hellcat and Demon engines produce this this uh, very special noise. It's uh, it, they scream. The superchargers <laughs> yeah, that the, <laughs> yeah, that was the that was incredible, Connor. <laughs> Thank you for that. And I'm not even kidding. That was that's what they sound like. Yeah, that was an inc- that was great. Good job, but um, they, <laughs> they um they use a screw supercharger instead of a uh it, it screw supercharger is kind of a different animal, but this thing the way the because the way it forces air into the engine it just it it roars <laughs> and it's, yeah it's my fa- it's my next to the Lexus LFA it's my favorite sounding car. Yeah, there's a lot of cars with the Hellcat engine. Like the they put it they put it in the Charger and the Durango and even um Jeep took uh took care of it and put it in their trail um Trailcat and Trackhawk. I mean right. the the Hellcat engine by itself is just kind of an amazing thing. Okay, so I have the specs pulled up for a Hellcat engine. Eight hundred and seven horsepower. Eight hundred and seven horsepower. That's that's a lot of horses. <laughs> and you could buy it for sixty one thousand dollars. What you're getting is, yeah, you're it's not scary. Able to, yeah. Very, very, very scary. The um the demon engine has more than that. It actually yeah. it's about the, it's around the same, but it's actually got a different uh, type of cooling system in it. Um, when you turn the air condition when you turn um off the air conditioning, the air conditioning diverts itself into the engine to cool the engine. Did you know that? What the air conditioning diverts itself um in the demon engine, um so that when you turn the air conditioning off in the car, it diverts all the air conditioning to the engine to cool the engine. That's really cool. <laughs> and the demon makes eight hundred and eight horsepower. That. Yeah. Yeah. That's a lot of that's that's a lot of power. <laughs> yeah, it's it's to be honest, with all that power, it's probably like the most extreme gas guzzler out there. It is. And because it's not really made for driving. You're made yeah. to go to a drag strip. And it's quite frankly, it's not even made for track use either. It's for a drag strip. The demon is a drag car. Right. It comes with drag radials and it is the it, it will beat mostly anything other than a Nissan GTR, which that's not even American. So it's basically the fastest production American drag strip car. So and while we're <laughs> on the Hellcat topic, we will mention the Dodge Charger, the four door vehicle that you can get with a V six all the way up to a Hellcat. And yeah. I'm assuming even a Demon. Uh, no, they, no, make, they did not make a Demon. Right? Not Demon, just Hellcat, which is still extremely powerful. Yeah. The the demon the demon was a limited run and it's 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 great but the Hellcat's kind of the main focus right um but 
you get a red eye version of it, which is puts an even bigger engine. It's the Hellcat engine, but it's just got a little more um, features. We'll say, yeah, <laughs> it's it's faster, but um, and lighter, and it's got its carbon fiber package. You know, all that right. all that jazz. So, and we also have the Durango. I love the Durango. So, I think yeah. I, I'm like. I love the Durango more than any Ford um, yeah. thing. They're really expensive, but the Durango is awesome. Yeah, they're one of the fastest. They are the fastest. They, they are the fastest <laughs> mini SUV out there. Yeah, stock. I mean, like where you can go to go to a um, go to a Dodge dealership and say, "I want that one," and now you've got the f- fastest one production model SUV. It's it's one of the fastest, if not the fast. It is the fastest American. Production right. SUV. And, yeah, that's the Hellcat series. And moving on, we have the... Vi- Viper. We got to talk yes. about the Viper. The Viper. Viper's important. Viper. Even though it doesn't, not, doesn't exist anymore. Yes, the good old Viper. <laughs> uh, with the Viper, like, V10 American engine. Yeah. So this sucker, yeah, V10 American engine, and it had more downforce than... Just about any car of its time. The ACR stuck to the ground. It liked the ground. Yeah. It wanted to hold the ground forever. It didn't want to get let go of the ground, and it didn't let go of the ground. Yeah. Yep. That's 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 the crazy thing about like these Vipers. Like they're really powerful. I mean, even though they do take up a lot of gas, they're they they're take just, a lot like, of gas. Yeah. They, yeah. <laughs> they're just. Um, they're just really cool cars, and I'm I'm really sad to see it discontinued now. Because but the older ones, like before the ACR, where they put all the aero on it, you could control them. Yeah, their back tires would spin out so easily that it was just you couldn't really drive it without causing a wreck. Right. <laughs> so Dodge discontinued them because nobody was buying them because they were expensive and you could get in a wreck easily. Except the ACR was perfect. Yeah, they could have still made the ACR and been fine, but then again, you'd be driving down the road and people would be looking at you like, "What the heck is that dude doing with a wing that size on yeah. the back of his car?" Just like the Viper is just one of those cars that, like, they may be gone, but they'll never be forgotten. It's one of those legendary sports cars, almost supercar. Yeah, basically. Do we have anything else on it? Uh, I don't have anything else on it. It's just incredible. <laughs> yeah. All right. Our next two are. Neon and the Ram. Yeah, uh, neon the and the Ram. One, like the S, uh, the Neon actually came with an SRT4. That's, yeah, that's, that's a, yeah. So that's, that, that's, that's, it's, it's quite interesting to see it's with an SRT type engine. I don't, I don't even know anything about the Neon. Quite frankly, before we were doing this podcast today, I didn't even know what the Neon, I didn't even know a Neon existed. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, uh, they do, some of them do kind of look like a, a Subaru WRX, but you know. Um, the SRT4, it put out 230 horsepower, which doesn't seem like a lot for, like, 2005. That's, a, that's good now. It's, it's a good amount for a very, 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 very small car. Yeah. And so, yeah, I just wanted to mention the Neon because I thought it was it is cool. quite in, quite interesting. Quite a, quite a, uh, one of those vehicles that are, like, they're charming. Yeah. They're charming. And, um... Moving on to the SRT10 Dodge Ram, it had, uh, oh, good grief. It had an 8.3 liter V10 with That's 510 brake horsepower. That is a lot. <laughs> good, good grief. A, a v- I didn't even know it was a V10. 
That's incredible. That's pretty cool. It's crazy. That's awesome. Okay. <laughs> I d- so I thought it was a V8 the whole time. That V10, yeah. though, that's... that's a- it's a V10. They, I mean, to be honest, I wonder if they used this on a Viper. It's probably the same one, yeah. Yep, yep. Truck same enthusiasts one. will recognize this engine from the famous Dodge Viper. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's it's crazy, and it has 525 pound-feet of torque, so that's off the charts. Way off the charts. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All righty. Jeep. Jeep's another part Jeep. of it. There are, it's kind of this whole this grouping. Um, the Jeep Wrangler has uh, always kind of been a famous one, even though it's yeah. got its problems, and I've already expressed my uh, kind of uh, bias towards not really liking this car very much. But but there is one called the Trailcat that has a demon in, uh, Hellcat engine. Not demon, Hellcat. Yeah. But <laughs> but the uh, that's a powerful car. Still got it's it's still an off road car. It's definitely not, yeah, made for complete road all the time because it's I mean stiff suspension. You know, I mean I like Jeep, right? But their torque ratio is like crazy on that though. Yeah, it's insane. It's 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 kind of in a league of its own. Yeah, it's 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 very it's very scary at times <laughs> if you're riding it. I haven't ridden in one, but if I were yeah. to ride in one, I'd be scared. <laughs> but uh, they're they're really cool cars. There's not really a lot to say about. Them. I mean, both of these they just have a Hellcat engine in them, and we've described the Hellcat engine. So, right. I mean, if it has a Hellcat engine, it's fast. I mean, that's the same for the Trackhawk. The Trackhawk is fast because it's got a Hellcat engine. Cherokee Trackhawk. Yeah, that's it, it's it's another Jeep with a yeah. Hellcat engine. Yeah, so. it's just it's 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 just it's fast. And then yeah. the TRX, the Ram 1500 TRX, it's got a Hellcat engine in it. Yeah, it's fast. <laughs> Um, and that yeah. one's actually kind of a, that's kind of the fast, that's kind of the staple fast, uh, truck. So yeah. well, TRX is racing yeah, truck. Very fast, fast, very fast Ram. All right. So it's, and meme time, meme time, Chrysler PT Cruiser GT. Yes. The, <laughs> I hate the PT Cruiser. I'm yes, sorry for those PT who like Cruiser. it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the reason why I put it on this list was just for laughs, but also just because they actually made a GT model. It's just Kind of a little bit interesting at, to figure out at first because I'm like, wait, they did that to a PT Cruiser? Yeah. <laughs> I, so, yeah, no, it's so crazy. The PT Cruiser GT, the, the specs on it, it was it was quite quite interesting. Uh, using a four-cylinder, it outputted around 230 horsepower. Mm-hmm. Quite an interesting thing for, like, especially for a PT Cruiser, which yeah. everybody's like, oh, it's so underpowered, it's so ugly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But you know that is the that's PT Cruiser. Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a good honorable mention right there. All right, Chrysler 300. I don't know anything about this one. Yeah, um, the 300 is one of those sports cars that are still kind of around today. Yeah, like you see them around, people are driving them, and even newer ones. And the one I would, the one I'm gonna focus on real quick is the SRT8. The SRT8. At 470 horsepower with a 6.4 liter V8. That's a big old boy. Yeah, it's a, it's a, <laughs> chon- it's a chonky boy. It's a chonky boy. And this is like Chrysler, the Chrysler 300 is a sports car. This is a sports car that Chrysler made. So, mm. yeah, man, they're quite interesting. I don't yeah. know that much about them, but yeah. I've seen them around. All right. And the final one, which is more of an honorable mention than anything, is the Plymouth. Prowler. And it looks a whole lot like a PT Cruiser without the without the top on it. It's kind of yeah. a interesting, almost hot rod 
esque type thing. It's pretty nice. Yeah, and um, it had two hundred and fifty three horsepower from a three point five liter V six. That's that's really good. And this car had naturally aspirated. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, this car <laughs> had mixed reception, mostly because of its look. Yeah, <laughs> because it looks like a cartoon car came to real life, and just you know. People were just like, what in the world is this thing? <laughs> <laughs> just oh, what in the world yeah, is this Yeah, exactly. It okay. looks like a darn like Hot Wheels toy. But I think it may be a Hot Wheels toy. <laughs> <laughs> but mean, yeah, it I, is a strange. It is it, a it's strange, strange but it's also, I, I like it. <laughs> it's, it's, it's quite a funny car. Yeah. It'd be, it'd be cool to own one. So yeah, that's all we have for the Chrysler Motor Corporation. All right. And we will be back. After the short break. Yep. All right. See you then. Hello everybody, welcome to the Word of the Day. I know this isn't the usual person you would think would be doing this, but, you know, gotta go through with it today. Hopefully we'll get back to normal later. The Word of the Day today is grass. Grass is green, and it it just sits there, and it's almost everywhere. It can be used in a sentence like so. Cows and toddlers eat grass. Okay, everybody, welcome back from the break. And now, it, you know what that sound means. It's time for car news. It's car news time. Okay, so there's been some major developments with uh, Forza Horizon 5. Um, it exists now. Yeah, it's out. <laughs> and it's um, uh, for uh, premium uh, pre-orders. Yes, and it's it's pretty good. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. It's pretty, pretty awesome. Go check that one out. Um, yeah. Furthermore, in the uh, Ford has uh, announced the Bronco DR. Oh right. yeah, the Bronco DR. <laughs> yeah, it's more powerful. You know, it's one of those racing Broncos, right? Yes, it's a racing Bronco, and it's 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 a little powerhouse. Yeah, is is that made for like, like what kind of racing is it made for? It's Baja. Oh, Baja. Okay, Baja, Baja racing. Baja. Okay, ba- Baja. <laughs> And we also have the Durango Mopar. Yeah, this, uh, you know, Dodge putting large engines in their uh, uh, little vans again, yep. <laughs> SUVs. Put it, putting the big engine in the Durango and making a, everybody scared. Yeah, it's it's fast. Um, we don't know much about it yet, but it does it is in existence, and it is it'll be pretty cool once they release more of the specs on it. Right. And the final th- the final thing we have on this. Quick little news section today is the the um, the reveal of the Chevrolet Corvette Z06, which is like an like a a very high sports package of the C8 Corvette. It is beautiful. It looks awesome. Like they changed some of the modeling on the intakes. I like it. Yeah, it looks really good. It looks crazy. Like, and they also adjusted like the the front and the sides for aerodynamics, and it just. It looks more like a supercar than yeah, uh, a sports car now. <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, it already kind of looks like that with a normal C8, but it, now it's even more so with this car. Yeah. But it's 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 crazy. The, the, and the, the engine in it is a naturally aspirated V8 yep. that outputs roughly 600 horsepower. Yeah. That's a lot of power from a naturally aspirated V8. I mean. Right. The, the amount of displacement on it has to be crazy. So I, I bet I bet it ha- it just it just has to be yep. for that. Like <laughs> if somebody were to put a V6 in like a normal car, like maybe your Mustang or my Mustang, yeah. I, we we would probably be scared out of our minds. Yes, exactly. But I y- would be. <laughs> but yeah, I am excited to see uh, more C8s on the road. I've seen a couple around. Like one time we were at Chili's and I saw a white one. It was really cool. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but like these new ones, I can't wait to see them because mm-hmm. they're like they seem to be much better on the track and yeah, more refined. Yeah, more refined. And that's that's always something that comes with the next generation of the of a body style. So that's nice, right? All right, I think that's all we got for car news. Yeah, a lot. Not a lot's happening right now, and a lot has that. A lot of that has to do with COVID and stuff, right? That's going on right now. Right. But um, that's all. But those are some pretty big developments. Yeah, exactly. So, like I'm, I'm really excited about Forza Horizon Five. I won't, yeah. I won't be able to play it until the ninth because I didn't pre-order the premium. But it's, it's all right. It's, it's all right, right. because most other people probably didn't get the premium either. Yeah, and frankly, you're not missing anything. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> get to playing it early. All right, I think that's all we got for car news. Yep. Alrighty. Moving. Let's move on. on. Let's move on to our next car, um, car brand, which is DMC. DeLorean Motor Company. They're DeLorean. Um, I w- Insert Back to the Future music yes. here. <laughs> I mean, it is a sports car, but as we, as everybody knows, it was very, very, very unreliable. The steering was bad, and, like, it didn't output a lot of power, and, like, yeah. the, the founder was in a lot of legal trouble <laughs> and uh, for uh, various reasons. Uh, that I will not ma- be mentioning on this. <laughs> uh, but, but it didn't cost much at all. That was it's kind of, that was kind of their main purpose of this car right. was make a nice, cool looking sports car that people could afford. Yeah. It, so yeah, and they kind of did it. They they kind of did it. It's, yeah. it's just they, mostly it's just they kind of. Compromised on a lot of things and rushed a lot of things, yeah. and because of their situation of their factory up in Ireland, um, the situation was getting rough around politics up there. So uh, they weren't really able to maximize their company's potential with that car. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, even though the DMC DeLorean isn't exactly the most performancey performance car on this list, I still would consider mentioning it. Because, like, it's an icon. Yes, like, it, it is. Yeah. Like, Back to the Future made it popular. And now, like, it's... Now they sell for crazy high. Yeah, they're, they're crazy expensive now. And also, they're just... They're, they're just... They just look really good, even they though they aren't cool, that... Yeah. They, even though they aren't that powerful or reliable, they, they still look great. Like, with its, like, 80s boxy design, Yeah, it just... It's just reminiscent of an era that's past, but still around, somewhat around today in certain aspects. Yeah. So, yeah, that's all I have for the DMC DeLorean. DeLorean. 
All right, so our next grouping is we're just going to put these both together because they're both kind of modders. They're not really a car brand. They they just right. mod um, other cars, which that would be uh, uh, Hennessy and Celine. Now, they do um, have their own ver- their own cars, which uh, Hennessy, that comes in the form of the Venom GT and the relatively new Venom F5, um, which is they broke a ton of records when they first came out um, speed-wise and uh, – just overall handling wise. And then with Celine, you have the Celine one. The Celine one is kind of this kind of strange looking sports car. It's got, it's got a roughly around 300 horsepower, but it's like, it's really light and they focus on the lightness of it. Um, So that's the only cars that they really full on produce. While um, when Hennessy does have their, um, famed Velociraptor, which is a Ford F-150 Raptor that they've slapped two more wheels on, so it's a 6x6. Six <laughs> six. Yeah. And then they have, and then uh, Celine has their STS7 TT twin turbo, which is um, just modded, pretty much modded Mustangs. Right. <laughs> they just, they mod Mustangs, and they change the look of them, which is nice. And then Hennessy, of course, mods their Mustangs. They mod Corvettes, uh, Durangos, if you name it, Hennessy has probably put a large engine in it. The Celine ST and S7TT are just predecessors to this uh, S um, Celine one, and the S7 is actually kind of famous just because of what it is. Um, right. It was kind of a revolutionary car in a way. It, it was mid-engine. It was. It was. It looked cool. It was very large. Right. Like it took up the whole road. If you were in a lane behind this, you weren't getting around it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> what I like about these companies is that they not only mod cars, they're just like, hey, we can make our own vehicles. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they're very, yeah, they're very uh, well versed in the uh, supercar world. But they, they, these cars aren't necessarily production, though. The F5 right. and the GT was a limited run, and so was the. I think the one still kind of is a limited run because you kind of have to custom order it, which is not production. So the reason why these cars seem to be so powerful is because they had a twin turbo i four. Yeah, yeah, that's, so, a, that's a big guy. So yeah, um, well, Celine had a turbocharged i four. I don't know if it was twin turbo, but it probably was yeah. because of the horsepower. But yeah, Celine and Hennessy, I guess like they're both like they're, RTR. They're just like really. They really focus on modding cars to make them go speedy. Yeah, like the, they can, they push more power out of these cars than they probably should. But it's it's great. They're they're awesome. Yeah, that's that's it for. Yeah, those are the modders, and yeah. and our last one on our list is Pontiac, which yeah. I don't know much about them, but the Firebird is very famous. So yeah, the Firebird Trans Firebird Trans Am is extremely famous. Like. Even though Pontiac isn't around anymore, people still drive these cars. Yeah, like they a sound lot. Good too. Yeah, and so the Trans Am Firebird was around back in the seventies, eighties, and nineties even, um, and it was like it was a muscle car back back in the seventies, and yeah. everybody loved that car because of like its sleek black design with like the golden eagle on yeah. the hood. That was just everybody went crazy over that thing, and it's still pretty popular now. And um, mm-hmm. another car that Pontiac made that's also 
kind of famous. Maybe not so much, but but still almost equally a great muscle car is the Pontiac GTO. My my dad owned a GTO. That was his first car. That's cool. I did not know that. <laughs> was, yeah, nineteen sixty five. It was it's a very good looking car and um uh, it was around for it was around for a decent bit. These engines ran off of V eights, I think. Yeah, they did. They ran off of like big block V eights, kind of like the Super Sports, uh, Chevy, and stuff like that. Yeah. And uh, one mention of a recent Pontiac car that is that was supposed to be a sports car was the Pontiac Solstice, uh, which had a. 2.4 liter four cylinder engine outputting around 260 horsepower. It's not bad. So yeah, it was all right. I remember seeing a Pontiac Solstice when we were doing our homecoming parade. Yeah. Oh yeah, did, yeah. Okay, like, I know what you're like, talking like about. Besides, now. like seeing like the, you know, like the Corvette Stingray and maybe a Porsche. Yeah. I also saw the Pontiac Solstice. I'm like, you know, that's quite interesting. Yeah. I've never seen that. <laughs> kind of strange looking. I mean, (laughs) they do remind me of a Nissan 350Z. By the way, like, the front looks, I guess. Yeah, Yeah, I see what you're talking about. Yeah, and they came in coupe and convertible style. And, uh, yeah, uh, that's... That's it. That's That's really... (laughs) That's all Pontiac. Yeah. That's, like... Like, I'm sure... There's more Pontiacs out there, like, than maybe, like, the the Pontiac Fiero and stuff like that. Yeah. It's... uh, it's just I don't have that much time to mention everything. Yeah. But so yeah, I guess I guess that's that's the podcast. That's it. It's uh, over. Uh go yeah. home. <laughs> but um uh yeah. Like, uh yeah. We're uh, getting into the yeah portion of the podcast where yeah, we don't talk about cars, po- we start going, yeah, because we're we don't have anything else to talk about. <laughs> yeah. So um that was all the American cars that we um put on our list. America has always been uh, always just pushed forward with their uh cars and everything that they really everything in them really yeah and uh this hopefully has been a good s- tiny little summary basically of right just how incredible american cars are yes <laughs> so and, and yeah we thank you th- we thank you all for watching uh the world of- why did i say watching <laughs> listening car. <laughs> yeah. All right. Thanks for listening to the World of Performance Cars. This has been Connor McDaniel, uh, Wesley Owens, and Connor McDaniel. Thank you once again for listening, and we hope to see you uh, very soon for our next episode. See ya.